Oh, for you. Sorry, I think it was my <laughs> end, not your end. Because I okay, could sort cool. of hear you, but I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, it, um, at the start, I could hear you, and then it just went quiet, and now, yeah, now it's fine. <laughs> oh, good. How are you? I'm good. It's been, uh, I think it's been like five months since I last saw you. I know, it's crazy, and I've been into the practice like three times, but you've obviously not been in because of yeah. stuff. And... Yeah, it's been, it's been a very strange strange time definitely <laughs> yeah, no it has it's so weird but I was just so grateful to have a, like a little bit of normality and it's the that's yeah. going in it's been like the first time since lockdown that I've actually done something that's like in central London properly which is crazy yeah, yeah. how's it been in um London because I haven't obviously been there so so it's been I don't know it has been a bit weird at the start it was really strange so you know at the start of lockdown I was with uh, well, I don't know if you know, but I was staying at Elliot's flat. Um, yeah. And that was kind of strange. Like, it was, I think, one of the first places that it got a bit weird with, like, the supermarkets being a bit different yeah. and things like that. Um, and all the, a lot of people were wearing masks and things. And we were basically, like, locked indoors almost. We, like, yeah. proper social distancing because all my friends had moved out of London. But mm -hmm. I vulnerable people at home. So I was like, oh, I am on... Um, I can't really go back up north. So yeah. I thought it was really, really odd. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then as some of my friends started to come back, it started to feel a bit more normal again. But I think it's because I live in a house with five, like the five of us girls in total, um, yeah, which means that we obviously became each other's bubble. So it yeah. was always around another four <laughs> people. So it kind yeah. of went back to normal, strangely, um, like strangely quickly for me I think like quite suddenly yeah. but I haven't been home since um February to my family home which is really strange uh, okay. yeah but how's it been for you well yeah I've been back home with um parents so yeah it's been it's been it's been fine the first like two weeks it felt like a holiday really like yeah. being off work and being able just to um chill out but yeah after like two weeks things got quite boring I would say because that was like right at the start when you couldn't even like go out to like the shops or anything yeah. really um so that was really really boring yeah I would There's say nothing to do and it, yeah. it's really strange in London because even as, as much as you're allowed to socialize obviously with people in your bubble and like one more set of people if yeah. you try to book to go anywhere and um, you can still only book for like six people so you can yeah. book a a meal but you can't see all your friends at one time so the only thing we've been doing is like get, going on to like going to parks and like Clapham Common and like grassy yeah. area stuff it's been very weird yeah we um went to the pub the other night and you had to like pre like book and um it was like fine but it just didn't feel like the insane you could sort of feel like everyone was sort of a little bit on like edge almost yeah um, it was quite like weird and like strange for everyone but I think that's going to be the new sort of normal for a uh, while for everyone really so like I don't know when it's going to go back in back to normal like, I haven't got public transport yet and I feel a bit nervous mm -hmm. to do so and I feel like a lot of people would probably feel like feel the same it's just weird yeah yeah, I mean, it's obviously fine when it's nice and, like, sunny and you can walk or, like, cycle yeah. or whatever. But when it starts getting to, like, winter time and it's, like, cold and rainy and you have to then get on the bus or get on yeah. the tube, then that's when it's going to be an issue. Do you have to wear masks on, on the tube, you know? 
I think so, yeah. I think you have to wear masks. I think one of the things that I've been really conscious about, I don't know how other people have felt about this, but it's like on the tube, there's obviously so like so much space where you can touch things and it's like yeah. then so many people will have touched that same thing and making sure you're like you've sanitized your hands and yeah. um, everything like that but i've i've just been getting taxis to be honest with you but <laughs> it's not the most yeah. affordable way to get around london but then i haven't been going into london that often yeah um how's it, how's it been for like work with you and things are you, are you still able to like do everything normally or well, it was interesting because at the start, I um, at the start I saw like a massive decrease in everything, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is my problem." <laughs> yeah. Being able to get to a gym and just be really active, and I was I go to a lot of meetings, and my management are based in London as well, um, yeah. and they're not that far away from me, so I do a lot of like interactive stuff, and I just mm -hmm. saw quite a decrease in um brand work and things and as much yeah. as that's not um that's not like a main like the main main source of income it still is a source of income for me yeah. and at the start I was like oh this isn't good um it's gonna yeah I'm gonna end up just seeing a massive decrease I don't really know what content I'm gonna make and then I actually had a, a really I'm now working with my protein and that came <laughs> through sort of halfway through lockdown which is yeah. amazing that gave me a bit of a sense of security. And I don't, yeah. I guess with being self-employed and in the industry that we're in, anything that you can get that's um, a little bit more secure than- Guaranteed uh, income, yeah. Yeah, just one-off things is really, really beneficial. Yeah. Um, so that came and I felt a bit, little bit better about it. And then uh, brands started to collaborate on live workouts, which was really good. Okay, so, cool go and do workouts on your feed and that would really help my following and things and I kind of switched a lot of my stuff to live workouts they they were really big yeah. and doing like two I, at one point I was doing those like five days a week but I'd say on average I was doing two or three days every week um yeah. and that was working quite well and then I don't know if you've seen recently but I've just launched my workout did, yeah. yeah accomplished <laughs> so I then started working on that kind of halfway through as well. So that mm -hmm. gave me a real big sense of um, like, you know, just like a new goal, which was really great. But yeah. I would say at the start, I was like panicking. I was like, this is going to be <laughs> terrible for anyone self-employed. Yeah. And I know it, I'm sure it would have been a struggle for you guys at the start because you had to literally close. And yeah, it, was, it was quite a um, stressful time. because obviously no one really knew how long it was going to actually be. Yeah. At the start, they didn't say that, there was going to be like any sort of furlough thing so everyone was sort of panicking so um thankfully we were able to put everyone onto like furlough which obviously yeah. helps out but at the start it was very very stressful um i think the the last day we were open prior to all of this was the 18th of march so it was like a massive period of like being closed so yeah it was just yeah quite a stressful time and i'm sure a lot of people were in like similar situations whether they're um, working for someone or have their own business or working on their own I think it was just stressful for everyone really yeah and I think especially for it in a way because like, I know we're both self-employed but it's a little bit different for me where a lot of my stuff is based online but for, for yeah. you you're so reliant on seeing clients face to face just because of the nature of what yeah. uh, what the business is it suddenly makes it really really difficult I'm so glad that they put furlough into place and then um yeah also the government grant thing was like mm -hmm. that was really good yeah. as well but I think it is it's just taking that hit and then people 
what I find is people quite quickly get out of routine of things. And I've been the same with the gym. So I usually have a, a membership at Pure Gym. Uh-huh. I've just actually found that um, I was like, I don't really need this anymore because I'm so used to doing workouts at either the new gym that I go to, yeah. boutique or at home, that I don't yeah. need that. So I've actually ended up cancelling that. And I just think uh-huh. I'm sure a lot of people that are in the same position um, as me with that and it means that anything where you're reliant on actual you know customers going in to see you and stuff can end up like a real um yeah like a real struggle yeah Uh, but no um i feel like everyone has had to like sort of learn to like do things differently so you know uh working at home i saw a lot of people like buying their like dumbbells and exercise mat at home and and things and um obviously people weren't able to get like haircuts like and people were like starting to like do their own haircuts out at home and and things so i think everyone just had to like change what they were like normally doing really yeah absolutely and i think it is it's just that um just adapting and i think the the thing that will be good is i think i'm sure that you guys would have felt this as well but businesses will try and adapt for good like i think things like hairdressing yeah. businesses i know they've been like mobile hairdressers now that have sort of started going around and you know just yeah. that they, if we actually end up in one of these situations again people yeah. are just completely screwed as it seemed like they were right at the start of everything um, yeah. yeah and it is just that adapting for the future like i made sure when i released my workout guide i was like we don't know if we're going to have another wave of this and i know they're predicting mm-hmm. another wave of the virus yeah. um so I made sure it was something that you can very much do in the gym. Like I've been doing these workouts in the gym, but you can also do them at home because I think yeah. it's just so, so important to be able to do both because suddenly if, if people are investing, the, it's basically £30, £29.99 for the guide um, okay. in doing that. And then suddenly we have another wave and they can't use it. Then what's yeah. the, I think it yeah, is. Definitely. A lot of people did buy dumbbells during lockdown, which I think is really great. Yeah. Or yeah, we're kind of prepared for anything to come in the future. Like, I mean, no one could have predicted this was going to happen. So it's like, how? (laughs) Like, how would we predict anything else? It's just crazy. Yeah, I think there'll be lots of people that have um, worked from from home that will obviously want to now um, do that, and they'll uh, there'll be lots of um, companies that have lots of staff you know working from home and I think that might be the new sort of normal for them or just yeah. you know, working like three days in the office and then two days at, at home um and yeah I think that'll be the same for a lot of industries really yeah and I think obviously with so many people now exercising from home any sort of um content you know showing them how to actually do it and teaching them is obviously going to be good so um yeah i think there'll be lots of lots of changes really yeah 100 percent. how have you found in terms of adapting your i know there's only so much of adapting your business to the current situation yeah is a physical contact that's needed but like yeah. how have you found that you've adapted to you know to the current situation yeah so one of the uh, main things is that we obviously do online work now so we can yeah. do um consultations with people over like skype or zoom or whatever i Um, I think that um that anna had said when i last went in that um one of my followers from canada had had 
months mm-hmm. yeah trouble with her physio and was like i'd actually like to get an opinion from you guys yeah. great those yeah good yeah so obviously we can only do um so much really uh but it's good to like have a chat with someone obviously talk about their injury their, their um, issues we can then obviously recommend what they can do from home and what exercise they should and obviously shouldn't be doing yeah um and then obviously in terms of like treatment side of things you've obviously been there but wearing all of the the um ppe so like mask yeah. and apron and gloves um and i think one of the main things is that obviously anyone new actually coming to us is obviously try and um, tell them that everything's safe and make it as safe um, for them um, and make them feel sort of comfortable really because a lot of people are still quite um, fearful so it's yeah. also good to obviously try and make people feel safe when that when they're actually coming in and, and I um, think you can really tell like I think with I'm just thinking like people I, I don't know with whether people are tuned in know exactly what you um what you do but lewis is lewis works at fit well owns fit to function um and it you, which is where i'm having my uh treatment on my knee at the moment because i know quite a few people are quite in tune with the treatment i'm doing with you guys mm-hmm. yeah um, but you do get like a real sense of it is it's just very like the visors and yeah. very <laughs> clean and you know it 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 does feel very like sterilized and sanitary it's not it i wasn't worried at any point which is really good yeah that's one thing which we sort of focus on is that how can we make it feel as safe as possible because obviously we don't want people coming in having a session with us being worried and fearful and then obviously not then um coming back for those sort of reasons so yeah yeah we, we have to obviously clean everything wear all of the um ppe uh we have to leave time to obviously make sure that everything's been cleaned after we've seen someone um so yeah i think for the next well probably a couple of well it's um, difficult to actually put any sort of um time frame on it really as to when things can go back to um, normal but for for now that's our sort of normal really um but yeah i mean it's um, good to obviously be like back and things are starting to actually open up again um just hopefully there's no real sort of second wave because i think if we uh, went into one it would be quite bad for a lot of people that own their own businesses and that sort of thing i just think people are all like really really trying to recover at the moment and it'd just be such a shame if we ended up in a situation where things closed again yeah and i feel like the government will probably have to i don't know because i think that obviously they're so aware of how terrible um this has been me and just making sure that um things are put into place so we don't have businesses going under because that's yeah. the very thing yeah i think obviously they've had to obviously pay out so much money on the furlough scheme and grant yeah. and that sort of thing which obviously will be paid back but whether they could do that on a um second time would be um oh, difficult i think because yeah the um amount of money that they've had to obviously pay out has been loads so i think it'll be it'll be difficult yeah i think doing this um i don't know whether you've taken advantage of it yet but you know this 50 percent off food thing yeah. <laughs> it's so good so when i've had yeah. my treatments the last few times i've gone and got sushi after and i was like i'd never usually spend six pounds fifty on my lunch but i was like i'm gonna buy it because it's only <laughs> 25 today yeah i mean any sort of um money going into any like restaurant is like um good money so even if it's like um half off then it's still obviously good for them to have like people coming in and it gets people actually um going out as well 
Yeah. Um, you know, if, if like someone's been like stuck at home for like four months, they're able to actually go out and have some um, cheaper food with friends and that sort of thing. So I think that's that's very very good. I know definitely because it's just otherwise it's just kind of leaves so many things in just such a dire state. Like I was even thinking like London travel like you know half the people aren't getting the tube still like there's no like real rush hour it's just quite just if you think about every aspect it's just actually quite overwhelming like there'll be so many yeah just so many things that are so used to being funded by people you know constantly mm-hmm. getting out of London and I guess it's the same with every city like the Metrolink in Manchester and things and you just don't have that at the moment and people aren't as inclined to use it but that's money that's going into the country and now yeah you know yeah. it's just I guess when you really think about it it's just quite um just quite overwhelming yeah yeah I think one of the um good things though is that if people have been at home with like friends family it's really put a emphasis on like family time and like spending time with friends or boyfriends girlfriends whatever it is but um yeah just sort of used to being in your own like little little um bubble and spending time with each other so yeah, yeah I guess appreciate smaller things a little bit more like yeah. I actually just booked a holiday which I wasn't 100% sure whether it was going to be like a good decision and we're very aware mm-hmm. that it might get cancelled last minute but we booked mm-hmm. to go to Greece because you know cases aren't as um there aren't as many cases there and it seems to yeah. be like likely to be really affected mm-hmm. but even with that I was like I I go to travel quite a lot during the year whether it's like press trips or to see fa- and my family live yeah. in lots of countries and things like that and with this trip to Greece I was like well this is probably the only trip that I'll be going on this year so like I'll really make the most out of it and have to say like that's not how I usually see a holiday and things like my my entire family like include like my mum's side of the family including like all of her cousins all of their children like they're Mm -hmm. honest about 30 different people Mm -hmm. being involved in these zoom calls that we're doing like once a month and we never usually all chat together Um, yeah family news and I we'd never hear about it firsthand from all these different members and it's just amazing because we'd I just think even though they live in different countries that like we don't usually connect like that because we're all so busy with everything yeah. actually at the moment you can't really be busy even if you try like you can be busy yeah. with work but it's not like you can have all the other stuff that makes you busy at the weekend and things so it definitely yeah. is nice for just appreciating I guess the smaller things, it's like cliches, that's yeah. that. but no, it has been good. Have you, how are you finding it like at home? Is it, have you been able to see friends and things? Yes, obviously the last probably four weeks have been easier because things mm. have obviously been um, opened up. So um, I probably haven't seen that many people, um, maybe like five, six friends overall. Yeah. Because um, a few of my friends have been, um, shielding so they've obviously had to not really have like that much contact um yeah. but yeah we've been trying to be as like active as possible going out on like bike rides going out to like parks and having like picnics and stuff yeah. trying to do more things outside rather than being like in in like someone's house for instance yeah. um barbecues in the um, garden that sort of stuff just trying to really um yeah just obviously see people but then not be like too sort of stupid with it really um because yeah i think there's a chance that when things open back up um fully even more people get a little bit too excited really and then just sort of 
drinks as well it's really difficult because you mm -hmm. yeah. have your friends and things and just actually be like no <laughs> stick stick to the rules kind of thing is definitely yeah you see on clap and common as the night goes on just people seem to get closer and closer together yeah yeah i mean that's the um the uh, same and i was in the um pub like as it got to like 10 half 10 people obviously like a bit more tipsy and yeah. things and you can see like everyone was sort of going back to how it like was previously and they were like getting like closer and people were, like hugging and stuff like mm. <laughs> really. probably, shouldn't, probably shouldn't be, be um doing that but yeah yeah oh god oh yeah hopefully, hopefully things go go back to um normal normal fairly soon um i'm sure they will i'm sure yeah are you going to be, is your goal to work a lot more from home on the business side of Fit to Function now rather than do as many? Yeah, yeah so we, we had a um, chat and that's something which I sort of wanted to do anyway. I wanted to yeah. move into that more sort of role. And then Anna, who was sort of learning really, um, she's now moved into doing more of the actual treatments. Um, and then I want to also, I guess, um, give back so I've been thinking about a um, second sort of um, company to actually open. Um, and I was thinking of creating a agency that would help people like me to actually, you know, start their own healthcare business and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I realized as I was doing it, I was doing it probably for the wrong reasons and like focusing on like money too much. Um, yeah. And yeah, not really focused on the main goal, which was you know, obviously helping people. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to actually do that, but not actually focus on, you know, charging people and just do it as a like freebie thing, helping people out, giving people tips from what I have like learned. That's um, I do think that when, when you, people realize that you're giving value and yeah. you know, you are doing it for the right reasons. I do always believe that money just comes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was at the uh, um, start, I was like, oh, I can charge this much and it'll be really good to have like this, like money coming in but then I think when I was making content and then speaking um to like customers and that sort of thing um I think you can always tell when someone's like focused on the actual money side rather than actually yeah. like helping you and then I went out for a run yesterday and just had a like thing and I was like I'm doing things the sort of wrong way really yeah um so now yeah I'm just going to try and help as many people as possible and just not really focus on the uh, money just give like lots of that's and I think it's one of the things that I like I was quite young when I I, I basically came out of uni did some internships and then went straight yeah. self-employed and yeah. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing and I have to say the yeah. only thing that I actually went through with what I wanted to do was because my dad was like oh it could be a good idea you've got this food blog do you want to just see whether it goes anywhere but I never yeah. would have done that if I hadn't had the financial stability from like living at home and you know parents yeah. back me to do it because everyone just believes you know you need to go into just getting a job this very like straight laced um yeah. you know lifestyle and things and I took I took the risk at that age with no real advice and just kind of learned along the way but I reckon I've spent like a good two years of being self-employed just trying to figure out what what was right to do I didn't know about anything and I had a look on your um your Instagram page and I know you're giving out like lots of kind of short mm -hmm. snippets of advice on things and like you know how to target ads and things like that yeah. I never had any idea about that and I think yeah. 
it it will be so great to have you know it'll be so great for people who actually do want to start their own thing like the position that I yeah. was in at the beginning and I know you're doing it more specifically to do with like healthcare yeah but have to are that information accessible because I just don't think enough people talk about it and people don't always want to help each other either is what I've realized yeah want to give other people a leg up in case it puts them you know above you but like I always say there's there's room for everyone at the top and if you can offer that advice in some way yeah. I do, it comes back to you know your yeah, benefit definitely. at some point yeah what I um sort of um realized was that obviously I've been in the um, same sort of um situation so I've obviously been there starting my own business at the start when it was very very difficult yeah. um experience a lot of the things that you shouldn't do you should do I've sort of learned the hard way really um yeah. and yeah to be able to obviously give all of that back I think will be um useful and and then yeah like you were saying it can be in this industry like people are quite sort of um secret with like all of their like really tips secret, and, yeah. like, and like um tricks and how to like get customers and how to do this and and that so I think being able to um, make something where it's focused on helping people first rather yeah. than like thinking about the end goal will be really beneficial, I think. Yeah, I think definitely. And I think also when people build up their trust in you as doing something to genuinely help other people, that goes such a long way. Yeah. Um, you know, you can give out lots of free information and then create something that you manages to monetize it and you get so much out of it I think just from no I guess knowing that you're helping people um, yeah. and that should be great yeah, yeah really good yeah so yeah I've got a goal to help um 100 people by the end of this year um which I think is feasible um yeah. and um I think the way that I'm going to, to um, do it is just um reaching out to lots of people jumping on like zoom calls or whatever um having a chat through their, their um business or if they haven't started like how to like do it uh, maybe they're in a like bad place with like business and need some yeah. tips and can, like get out of it um and then just slowly building it up from from there really yeah i think that'd be really great i think it's just such a rewarding thing and especially at a time yeah. like this where i feel like people really actually need that kind of just spur on if you're you know pretty down in the dumps or you've had you've started a business and you know coronavirus has hit it really hard I think yeah. that's amazing mm -hmm. yeah so you um, mentioned that obviously this all sort of um, started from a um, food blog for you yeah. um, how did you sort of go from that to where you are now so I it's really a very weird story. So I came out of university and I was convinced I wanted to do fashion. I hadn't really wanted to go to university because I didn't know what I wanted to study. Um, yeah. But I was a squash player and quite a few, um, quite a few universities were like a little bit more interested in that. So I ended up going to Nottingham University to study. Well, I was meant to study business management. Yeah got there and I was like what the hell am I doing I hate this even though I'm yeah. I'm actually really interested in business but there was a lot of like stats and stuff and I was just really not interested in that yeah. like very much like an essay writer and I love reading and stuff like that um mm -hmm. and I ended up going to the admissions people I was like oh what could I change my degree to um 
changed it to English with a history of yeah. art module. I had two history of art modules. I then um, managed to switch to history of art completely at the end of my second year, which was completely random because I'd never done it before, but absolutely yeah. loved it. And then made the decision that I really wanted to study fashion after university, do lots of like writing. It's very creative um, and I'm quite creative. Um, yeah. And then I did two internships and I was like, this is not for me. I found it too, <laughs> I don't know. It's a very heavily, um, I, I don't like to say it, but it was a li little bit too like bitchy for me. I think just yeah. women and um, not that there's any problem with that, obviously, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's not kind of what I wanted to get myself in for. And it's also, yeah. uh, it's quite difficult to earn a good income in the fashion industry. It's a really, really tough industry and very, very competitive. Yeah. Started up this food blog whilst I mm -hmm. um, was doing one of my internships that just suddenly started to pick up followers. I've always had this, uh, a really big interest in nutrition and especially like sports nutrition and stuff like that. Yeah. Honestly, as a hobby, I've never done it as a qualification. Yeah. And I then, I'm trying to think where I went from then. Oh, I went for, I went for an internship that was in the health food industry. So this amazing company mm -hmm. called Pollen and Grace, who are still around like a London-based company. They do lots yeah. of prep boxes, but they're really into really nutritionally dense foods. Um, yeah. And then I went for my next internship because it was just a series of these unpaid internships. <laughs> And my dad had, I came out of it, uh, away from the interview and I was like, I just don't want to do this. I was like, I, yeah. I'm really interested in this industry, but like, I don't want to work for free and then start working and be on a really low income. Like I've been to university, I've got this degree. What have I yeah. got for if I'm not, I'm going to be doing something that's just a struggle for years and years and that I'm not really enjoying. And then my, as I said, my dad just suggested, why don't I move home and try and, um, turn my food blog into something a little yeah. bit more um than it is and he basically said you've got 12 months he's my parents are quite relaxed anyway but he's basically said that you've got 12 months to um try and make you know earn a living from this and yeah. we'll just see how it goes and sure enough i think having that timeline yeah just made it work and i don't know how i'm not really sure how i did it obviously there's a big element of luck involved um, yeah. But then after doing it for two years, I was very into exercise. As you know, I'm a squash player. So like a lot yeah. of what I do was based around exercise anyway. And I'd had this injury and my hamstring tear. Um, and I just ended up from there uh, switching it to like very much fitness and nutrition. And then it slowly got less yeah. nutrition based. And I've tried to bring that back in recently. I don't know if you've yeah. noticed this because... Yeah, it, yeah very much does go hand in hand with it all um, yeah. and then it just took off from there but and I've never really looked back but I've definitely had some experiences that have really shaped like what I've done so I, for mm -hmm. example like when I got signed by my management that was a big turning point for me because yeah. I didn't know my worth before that so I would I basically anytime I had a brand deal come along or anything it was it was always a complete stab in the dark and especially yeah. foodie things it was always you know a brand a, the main way to monetize apart from like having a recipe book or something with um nutrition based stuff through Instagram because I didn't have YouTube at the time was all very um use this ingredient to create content with it basically okay, yeah. so 
that's what I was doing. And it was very brand based, but I had no idea what I should be charging for something. So I remember at the start, I was like, oh, I'll take 20 pounds kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. you're going to earn a living if you're charging 20 pounds. And yeah. my, my friend Megan introduced me to my now management who have been pretty amazing. And they basically have taught me what I should be charging for things. They've helped me with connections and things like that. Um, yeah which has been fab and then accomplished, which is the, the guy that I've just released is like the first thing that I've really done. That's been my own product. So there are other yeah. ways of earning income through what I do. Like I've probably got like four or five different streams that come in every month. Mm -hmm. But um, this has been like the first like proper product that I've sold, which is really nice because mm -hmm. I just know, you know, when I'm getting it, I'm like, this is just literally my product. Now there's no catch yeah. this or anything. And um, yeah, which is really great. But yeah, that's how I got into it, which is super random. It's not what I ever thought I would do. And mm -hmm. I always say I'm not, I don't think that I'm a natural team leader. Like I never thought I'd work for myself. Yeah. I'm never really one of those people. I, I always find that I look for a lot of like reassurance from other people and I'm not actually mm -hmm. that good at being by myself. Like I'm, I'm lucky that my boyfriend does the same thing as me. So we mm -hmm. kind of like help each other along a bit, but he's, such a natural I don't know like self-employed person I guess like I yeah. find stuff just really scary and I like yeah I like to have that constant um reassurance and things so I yeah ended up working for myself which is a bit crazy now I think about it but yeah. I think you reap the awards from it like I, there's so many things that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do had I been in full-time employment and yeah uh, you know, it's been, it's been amazing, but it was such a strange journey to get there. And I, I, yeah. I can imagine that my friends that have known me since I was younger never thought that I would be someone who ended up having my own business. Yeah. Is, I kind of fell into it, basically. Yeah. I think um, people from the, from the outside, they sort of think that being a like influencer or having a like large following or whatever has quite a sort of um, glamorous like feel yeah. to it. And it seems quite easy, but you, you don't really see how long it's sort of been from the actual start and um, how many like videos were like posted and all the time it um, takes to like edit them and yeah. just actually like growing up that sort of um, following. So it's yeah, I think people yeah, often get the wrong sort of like image of it really. Oh, completely. And it's funny, like I still have friends that will say, they'll be like, oh, and you know, when you like post on Instagram and I'm like, oh, you do realize that that's five minutes out of the day. <laughs> Yeah. I was like have a full-time job and that's like the tiniest snippet of the day but that's the bit that's yeah. people so why would you ever assume something that you can't see anyway uh, but yeah, yeah it, I used to find it really frustrating at the start I was like no guys that's just not what I do like I that mm -hmm. I do do that yeah. as well but that's like you posting on Instagram in your spare time kind of thing it's not yeah I, I have to do it which is different to support my business yeah it's just so far from being the main chunk and then the other thing is like is i know i've said this before it's really interesting with youtube people are like oh you just upload a video to youtube and like each video takes me a, an entire day minimum to do so you've got to yeah. film and the editing process rendering uploading is literally an entire day and i yeah. think it's the, the whole idea behind the influencer side of my job mm -hmm. is to be like making your life look easy which is quite yeah. <laughs> the only 
even mean to but I think it's because it's all about it being sort of aesthetically pleasing yeah you end up you end up going that way and you're like oh we just want to make everything look as like lovely and interesting as possible and you never see the process behind it you just see the finished product so I get why people do um do think that I guess but it is yeah it is really strange it's like yeah. sure sometimes that how like influencers fill their time and I'm like yeah. it's literally having your own business like it's it takes yeah. yeah it's a lot more out of it than sorry it takes a lot more you have to put a lot more into it than um yeah you know from the outskirts I guess yeah, yeah. that's something that I'm sort of um finding out now really because I'm just starting to like make like more like content and videos and yeah you don't really know until you actually start like how much time it actually takes to have yeah. a um video and edit it and make sure that it looks good and if you want to put um subtitles on it like putting that in and yeah. then, like rendering time so yeah it's i think uh, yeah yeah um so i think yeah from the outside it can seem quite sort of glamorous and everything looks very very nice and I guess it seems face up easy. Like, oh, I'll just take a photo of this, put it up and that'll be yeah. it. But it takes so much more thought and time than that. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's, it's an interesting job. <laughs> it isn't, <laughs> it's funny how, um, how you can already see, see sort of how it involves, uh, it evolves over time. And I yeah. think it's one of those jobs that people think have a lifespan, but I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm restricted to Instagram. Like my entire job mm. is Instagram. I'm like, I yeah. use the app to help with everything else. But if it wasn't this, you know, it'll evolve into something else, which I guess is what we're seeing a little bit with TikTok at the moment, although mm. apparently it's potentially going to be banned. So I'm not sure whether yeah, that... I, that. I think it's been banned in, I know it's been banned in India. I'm not sure if it's been banned in the States yet. I know um, Trump was like thinking about it and was yeah. like saying stuff. Um, but I mean, if it isn't that, there'll be a another app in like two, exactly. three months that will like suddenly come out of nowhere and that'll be popular. So it's I think you can Yeah. I think you've just um, got to like uh, make sure that you don't have all of your audience on like one like platform because if like that platform goes, then obviously you're in a bit of a um pickle. But if you've got a, a audience on a lot of different platforms and it helps out, then, then you can sort of spread out and be a little bit more um diverse really yeah absolutely yeah i agree and, and um when you first started your um food blog was that on instagram or was it on a like different blogging website so, or i actually first started it on instagram but i made an actual blog to oh okay go alongside it and i would do like little like free ebooks with like three recipes in and things like that and it was all based yeah. around um because I'd suffered from like digestion issues for ages. So I had all these food intolerances, all these foods that would really flare up my digestion. And I think yeah. it, part of me like learning to understand my body at the same time, so it kind of went hand in hand. So everything yeah. was like, um, everything was like gluten-free, dairy-free, free from refined sugar and things. Because those were the things that I had been told by doctors at the time that I should be avoiding. Yeah. So, health food based and yeah I would I literally had a blog and it was called breakfast and brunch and I would mm -hmm. think around oh there'd be there would be lots of different meals on there as well but it would base it around um loads of like brunch kind of foods because that was like yeah. my eat at the time um 
and yeah it was an actual physical blog as well and i do loads of like food photography and stuff like that which is really cool i actually wonder mm. whether i still got the website because it'd be quite it'd be quite interesting to look back at it um <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it just seems like a lifetime ago now, even though it wasn't like people don't realize I've only actually been posting fitness content for two years. Yeah, quite a um, short, short space of time, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I was posting food content for, I must have been like two and a half years or something before that. I don't even know. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I, yeah, I started as a physical blog, which is really strange. And I've actually, haven't had a website for ages and because i am um i've obviously released my guide recently yeah. i've now got a website again i'm like i'm like oh i kind of missed having places <laughs> yeah. away from social media that's just strictly like annie's website sort of thing yeah did you used to um advertise the uh blog at all or was it just like purely through like friends and family and then like gradually growing from that yeah well the thing is with the blog is uh, which is why i think what you're doing at the moment is really great is i actually um i didn't i didn't know how i was going to make money from it so i understood mm -hmm. about brand deals via instagram but i wouldn't get yeah. brand deals via the blog and i think yeah. mainly because i just i don't know i just don't know if that was as much of a thing at the time um, yeah. I know I didn't advertise it and I didn't really understand how I was going to make money from it. So I think that was one of the mm -hmm. big reasons um, why it never happened that way. But it has made me realize that there are specific parts of the industry that definitely have more money in them. Like if I look at the things that I get offered, like the beauty industry, for example, there's so much money. They always seem to have money to like gift yeah. you things like that. Whereas, um, activewear brands there's like it's a real mix like there's a lot of like activewear sponsorships which is really great yeah less one-off deals there are different parts of the industry that definitely lend themselves to mm -hmm. um to i don't know i guess they ha there's more money in different parts of the industry and mm -hmm. with food uh like brand deals to do with like food and nutrition and stuff yeah. i definitely found that my income increased when i moved away from that which is okay. it. it's definitely yeah. i i still get a few sort of food-based brand deals um yeah but the ones that seem to be the best are things like supplement sponsors so like for your protein and okay. um, you know bcaas and things like that which is amazing which obviously does yeah. go hand in hand with what i do anyway yeah i'm not sure if there is but obviously um social media and being a influencer and having a business on like Instagram is such a large thing now. Um, it'd be good if someone actually made a like guide or some sort of business to actually help people that are like going into that industry. Because there's probably lots of things that you've learned now that if you knew obviously previously would have like saved you time or like money or whatever. So I think something like that would, would be obviously very, very useful. I always think this would be, if I had a bit of spare time, I was like, yeah. it's so great to create something where I can teach people. Because I get quite, I do get quite a lot of questions on things like this, but to teach people how to, you know, how to edit a photo in the way yeah. that I do it or like to edit a video in that specific way. Because a lot of girls were messing me saying, how do you put music on your videos? And I'm like, do you know what? When I started, I had no idea how to do that mm -hmm. either. Yeah. Rather than just being able to go somewhere where I was like, okay, this is good. This is how you do yeah. it um i i don't know i just must have spent months like trialing and yeah 
bit of a, like a whole trial and error thing but I think it would be really beneficial yes yeah, I do a lot of online um courses and uh a lot of them they have a like set um set sort of like 15 20 um videos going over like different things and they're all obviously filmed like previously and they go through like different like things and a lot of them will be obviously mine's more like healthcare based um but yeah i think if uh, if um someone could obviously create you know 20 or 25 videos um and going through like all like the sort of steps which yeah they've learned and what to do and what not to do and the um, benefits of having an agency or yeah. not having one and just all, all of and that stuff because obviously with it being such a large industry now mm. it's obviously a um very key thing to actually focus on so i think that'd be very very useful yeah definitely definitely i agree so I think now might be quite a good time to go on to some um, questions as well, because um, I got some through on my uh, Instagram yesterday. Okay. Um, so I'll go through mine, and then if you have any... I actually... I completely forgot to um, screenshot the thing <laughs> with the questions. But we can start <laughs> yeah. with yours anyway. Yeah. Enough on that. Um, so the first one I got was from um, asking someone to... to basically go through how you would actually start being a um, um, influencer in like the actual fitness industries. What would be like the sort of first steps and what things you should be posting and okay. yeah, the sort of like starting point really. So I think you're probably more um, able to actually answer that yeah. one. <laughs> so I, one thing that I would say is finding your niche. And when mm -hmm. I say niche, I don't necessarily mean something like really niche, but just figuring out which yeah you're sort of best at so mine is like i'm quite a kind of like achievable I, I i don't i'm not really really shredded i don't do crazy workouts or anything they're quite yeah. like basic um good for beginners but slightly more advanced people but i'm not into like crossfit i don't do just like yeah. body weight calisthenics kind of thing yeah sporty background and um, and then just eating like a really normal lifestyle a really normal diet nothing uh too crazy one way i'm not vegan i'm not like keto yeah. and you actually do figure out sort of where you sit in the industry sort of thing like i go to yeah. expos uh if i go to a fitness expos i actually feel quite out of my depth there because that's not really yeah. like my niche i'm not into like yeah. building kind of stuff and yeah. that's a big one and then figuring out how you're going to help people so a lot of people will go into it and figure out who they want to be sponsored by this yeah. thing and be like <laughs> how do i get there who can i copy that's already sponsored by that brand like brands yeah. like my protein gymshark brands like that i think are like quite big for this a lot of people just aspire to be sponsored by them but don't really understand yeah. that that comes as like alongside everything yeah. we're doing um and then, yeah, figuring out how you want to help people with content. So for me, it like workout videos are a big thing of it. But also I know that a lot of people follow me for like fashiony things and like extra things about my personality. But you could be someone that solely gives out workout advice. So like figure yeah. out where you are in the industry and creating content around that, not trying to copy anyone else. I think that's a really big thing, just making sure that it's, 
actually what you want to, want to be doing. So I went about doing, um, yeah, some workout videos, some yeah. photos, some cool photography, and just making your yeah. a collection of things that you're actually really, really interested in is a big yeah. thing. Um, I feel like I've gone on a bit of a tangent there. With the question, <laughs> how, would, how would you start? Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, I think, I think that's um, good though, because I, I think the sort of um, key point there is to focus on like who you actually are rather yeah. rather than like just um, seeing someone that's obviously done well copying that because then yeah. you're sort of like um faking it really so uh, yeah I think I, actually being yeah being like true to like who like you are and your like interests and then doing that would be much better than trying to like copy someone else absolutely I think it's a really big thing and if we're being realistic you you really get into doing what what I do now either through Instagram or YouTube are the main two ways so if you're going through Instagram which I think is like the normal route like I see more and more fitness accounts like cropping up every single day yeah it's you've got to remember that your Instagram feed to brands and to potential clients or however you're going to monetize this at some point if Mm -hmm. that's your goal to do it um you know business purposes uh, you need to remember that that is literally your portfolio. So people will go on that and it's just, it needs to be you um, and everything that yeah. you would want someone to, you know, you, they need to look at your page and think, right, clearly from this page, she is like this, this, we can see her personality here. These are the yeah. videos she does and see whether you're suitable. Yeah. Um, and then with YouTube, it's a little bit different because actually you can focus a lot more on, it, it is just your personality YouTube. It, it's yeah. quite to not get your personality across in one of those videos. Yeah. Just being chatty, informative, and just making sure that those snippets of your life that you show on Instagram or YouTube are what you would want, uh, you know, a brand to pick up on kind of thing if they wanted to work with you, I would say. Yeah. Would you go as far in the feed as like using like the same colours and that sort of thing to like create brands or would you not go that far? It, do you know what I think it helps but really depends on um who you are as a person so I love that because I come from a bit more of an arty background but like yeah. um I have quite a few friends in the industry that do so well and really aren't bothered by that because it's just about their personality and I don't think it's necessary but I think it can help so I think yeah like I had a look at your page and you're, you know, you're doing your like titles over your videos. It looks really yeah. great because those are consistent. So you're not yeah. using different fonts every time. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's really clear what you're trying to do. I think that's a big thing. And I think my version of that is like through having all these colors that match, but yeah, I really think, again, I think if your personality, if you want to do that, because it's something you really enjoy or interested in, yeah. I think it's really nice to be really creative, but actually if that's not your selling point, yeah. then there's no real need to. I do think having clear images is really big though. Yeah. But underestimate like how, like it's all very well filming something on your phone, but if you've not got a phone that's got like a really, really good camera and it's not, yeah. there's no reason why people would choose to do that workout video over someone who yeah a camera or even like just a really good iPhone or Samsung or whatever. And yeah. um, I think that's really big, like clear at, at the end of the day, these platforms are all visual. So yeah. you, you need to stand out through, you know, being attractive when uh, like your page being attractive, attractive to someone. 
when they're looking yeah. yeah i think it's, it's obviously down to the actual um platform so like tiktok instagram uh facebook to a certain level it is is all very very um visual so things yeah. like color schemes and good images and clear images and like yeah. brands like key but for instance if someone was trying to grow their, their um, business on like linkedin for instance where it's more like text-based or maybe like articles and and stuff then it's a different like skill set so i think you have to sort of focus on what the actual um platform is and obviously what works on that on yeah. that um platform yeah. as well yeah definitely um other questions this one i thought was quite good obviously being um or having a large um following on like instagram social media how do you balance time in terms of like being on your phone because um, for instance if you're always having to like post stuff and upload how do you balance that between like going out with friends for like food and like not being on your phone it is difficult and um, i think one of the things i've probably found it less difficult than the average person because I live with four girls who all have really normal like nine to five jobs which I think yeah. rubbed off on me in quite a good way because when I was living at home before I moved to London yeah. I would really struggle to switch off in the evening so in the evening I would just be on my laptop doing stuff or on my phone replying mm -hmm. to comments or dms or whatever um into like evening time whereas here if i was to sit and do that it would be quite strange because the other girls yeah. aren't doing that and yeah. it's been that has been really good but i think i my advice would be really trying to structure your job as close to a nine-to-five as possible so okay. wait because it's 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 a bit of a strange one for me i could technically wake up at like 1 p.m in the afternoon if i want once to and there's no one yeah. that's gonna tell me otherwise but i don't i wake up at 7 a.m and i start my day yeah. like a person with like i set my alarm even yeah. if real need to um and just try and work in that way but i do still find it difficult like i was trying to edit a video before and I just mm -hmm. find myself then on on Instagram. Not I don't actually do a lot of scrolling on Instagram. I think because I do this as a job. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, aspects that have been taken away from me, so I don't spend a lot of time looking at what my friends do or yeah after other people, which I think is good because I see it a, a little bit more. Uh, I guess it's like a bit more like businessy sort of thing. Yeah, true. Which has definitely been good, but I think getting yourself into a routine and trying to have times where you can, you know, just leave your phone indoors and then go and do a task on your laptop outside. But it's difficult. I think just creating a schedule for each day, like I work really well off to-do lists, like written to-do lists as well, okay. not phone. I can physically yeah. pick things off and have, you know, designated times. Like I try and say, you know, I'm going to spend an hour now going through my DMs and that's what I'll do. Mm -hmm. um, rather than, going back and forth but it is hard it's really hard yeah. do you also plan your um post so like monday it's like this post tuesday that wednesday this or is it a bit more fluid so i i actually don't but it's something that i'm i i want to do and i'm trying i'm trying to work on doing and yeah. it's it was it was easier to to do that when i had less to do so before i started mm -hmm. YouTube before I started doing online coaching all these different things I guess had taken away from have taken that little bit of like time and organization in terms of my feed away from it but I do tend yeah. to have 
a little bit of a backlog of content so I might have like okay. taken a selfie or um filmed a workout video in advance or those kind of things and then I'll sort of put it together on the day and I try not to post when I can two pieces of the same thing next to each other just to mix it okay. up but no to yeah. be honest something I'd like to do more of and I think if you can have a schedule I think it's great but sometimes I do find life just sort of gets in the way of it and mm -hmm. it is it's not always as easy yeah I think maybe if someone's first starting having that sort of structure can be quite um useful to know that on a Monday you're posting this Tuesday that Wednesday yeah. that um and that also probably creates quite a strong like branding image for someone as well if like That's people can see that there's a like set sort of structure to everything as well. I think it's good for organization and it probably in the long run is actually quite time. Like it makes you a bit more time efficient, I would say. Yeah. Okay. I think we've got two more. Um, this one's quite a sort of general one. It was, what do you do if you hate your current job? Um, so well, what, what, what I would do personally um, is if you're doing a job which you don't actually like and you don't yeah. really have um, passion for it, is find something that you do like and yeah. then start to actually build that in your like spare time. So on, like weekends or like evenings or when you've got days off, start to actually work on that and then gradually build it up. And then when that starts to actually turn into a like business or something you can actually start making money from, then leave the yeah. I think I completely agree with you that I think it's too risky unless unless you've really got a bit of a set plan and you you happen to have a good amount of savings it's yeah risky to leave your current job especially for most of us we've all got like rent to pay or you know yeah we need to eat and you know live a normal life and um, to try and you know I I love to I love the term side hustle so start off your side hustle and then when yeah. you, you know you're bringing it up to where your income is at the moment then yeah. take risk when you're already at that stage but it sounds for most most of the time it's too risky but I think it's figuring out what you're really interested in and making sure you've done 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 in and making Making sure you've done and 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 making sure you've done and